Mitzvah Shabbos Parshas Baloyz Chatovshin Pei Gimel. Parshas Baloyz has many um, fascinating halakim to it that are very profound. Obviously, that we can't even things that are you know if you just read them face value, they're much beyond our comprehension. Um, the same really continues. But the next couple of parishes as well, things that we have no concept really of how, you know, what it means for people of the stature that they were, of the Dar Midbar were to do certain things. We have no idea how, we have no comprehension how that could happen and what it exactly means. And it's obviously, like we always say, and we've always learned and understood that certain things that they, they did that the Torah describes are with an incredible dakastika mida. It's not how it seems at face value. But at the end of the day, the Torah is trying to teach us something and um, it's something for us to incorporate into our life. And it's a big part of uh, a big part of who we are and what we should be. Now, and talk about the Misoinanim. I'll just say over something here that from Rabbi Rucham, who makes a big point of this. And this is not to give, it's never the point is to, to give over Musa. That's not something that we're trying really to do here is the point of giving over Musa. But just relating over the words of Rabbi Rucham, and primarily in Daster, who just, it's, uh, you know, just very eye opening. <clears throat> The Pasuk says that the the Om, Yudal of Alf, Pasuk says, They're Messianim. What does Messianim mean? So Rashi says, Ein Messianim Elaloshin Alila. Mevakshim Alila Hechlifresh Meachri Hamokim. These are the words of Rashi. These are not anyone else's words, not my words, definitely. Vechainu Aimer Beshimshan Kisayeno Kisayeno Namar Kemesainim Veloy Messianim. What does it mean, Misoinanim? Sorry, excuse me, let's just stop there for a second. So it says, Bashimshin is Mivakish, Tayena, Tayena means an excuse. Right? Misoinanim, Alila, Alila is an excuse. The excuse, they're looking for a way how to separate themselves from Kadesh Baruch, which is incredible, incredible to understand. Um, we're not that far removed from, and chronologically, from. Maimadar Sinai, um, and it's just an astounding thing to understand. Um, you know, how could something like this, um, you know, how could that be? But that's what Rashi says. And Rabbi drives this, this point home. Um, there are a couple different Maduras it's printed. Um, and he, it's, you know, the way it's written out in the Sefer, it appears similar, right? the similar idea appears in different forms and different pieces. Um, one party's more Mayrach, a couple parts is more Mayrach, but we'll just try to see over the gist of what he says. Hopefully we'll uh, get it on target and be able to just impart and understand um, and take, some, take a lesson from, from this Maisa in, in, in the Torah. And um, you know, try to try to learn from it. So 
What does it mean they were they were looking for an excuse to part from Gadar? What what's going on? Now, Rabbi Shochem, like as he does, he, he says it's it's it is literal. In what sense? He says, I'll tell you over on my He says as follows. He relates a story. He says this will bring out the depth and the understanding of the psychology of a person and of us Yidden even, which even though we've we strive every day to grow in our and turn your shemaim, at the end of the day we're still human and it's a lifelong task to overcome certain midas and feelings and um, uh, you know yetsaharas that are natural to a person and that's what we're here for. But let's without let's let's relate the story that he brings out this to to illustrate the point of what it means and and the depth of. Of uh, you know of a human being and what's at the core of you know especially if we don't work on ourselves what's at the core of what we of of our you know what we feel like he says that he remembers when he was young he was learning the Kalmatamatera which was known as you know probably uh, for lack of a better term it was you know it was a um a gathering of the the all stars of the young all stars of Yiddishkeit, the Mamash, these were the next leaders. Like the Altar of Kalm was, was says, apparently said that, you know, there's, like, there was, a, you know, yeshivas, and especially today, that's true. Yeshivas were created, really, there's yeshivas that are created for the masses, for the Hamaynam, right? To create Erlich Yidin. The Kalmatamatara was to create the leaders. Of Klai so that's what its purpose was. So you can imagine who was there, or maybe we can. But the mamash, the cream of the crop of of uh, of you know of Eastern European um, young Talmid Chachamim, the the spritz, right? And he says one time there was so he was learning there. Biruchim as a young as a man was there, and the Kalmud Talmud was famous that. The the smother there was absolutely legendary. The people would be the you know I would be there for, for day for weeks at a time and months at a time even longer, um, extended extended periods of time without going home and there you know lights right, and um, incredibly ice garbage to you know light, very 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 um, you know incredibly worked on in their midas and their hasmada and there was a fire anyway so there was a fire next door to this Talmud to the Kalmud Talmud and um, you know as it was especially in those times um, you know fires were uh, fire spread rapidly and as we know that hasn't changed but uh, neighborhoods were threatened and there was uh, a nice part of the uh, nice part, was a decent part of the neighborhood that was burning and there was, um, it was very close to Kalmud Tamatar, and there were some, um, and, and miraculously, it seems like, the, the Kalmud Tamatar itself was saved, it was spared. And um, there are many houses right around it that were burnt. And he says he remembers that one of the Mitzuyanim, okay, so we're talking about of the cream of the crop, from the top, from the top of those. No, he was there. He said, he said, he said, he related over, this is amazing, a testament to who they were, to people like, you know, the people there, the Dayom that had learned there were. He said, he related over to Rabbi Ruchim, 
his feelings. Right? This was his, oh, this person's chashving a man there, this incredibly chashving a man there. He related over to Biruchim his feelings at the time of the fire. He says, oh, he said, I t- he said, I, he said, you know, I was thinking at the time that this fire is raging outside, oh, maybe, maybe we'll, we'll, we'll get lucky and, uh, and the Talmud itself will burn. And then I'll be able to, okay, place burns down, and then uh, I'll be free, I'll have a vacation. I'll be able to go home, what vacation? I'll be able to, <laughs> it was a man, right? I, I will be able to go home to my family we haven't seen in a long time. And I go see my wife and my kids, and uh, you know this will be an excuse to. This will be a very valid excuse to to go home. This is what he related over to Birochim. This is what he said. He said it himself. He said, "This is a Matsuyan who understood himself, and he was able to look inside himself." And he said, "What do I feel like now?" He chapped himself at that time with this raging fire. I my feelings are that I I can dig in down to my innermost feelings and innermost thoughts and say, so what do I want? I want the place to burn down so I can have some time off. That's what I want. And then he said, what's the shot? I get home. I said, well, what are you doing? You know, we're, we're missing nefesh for you to be learning and what's going on? I'll tell you, I have a good excuse. The place burned down. The building burned down. Yeah, burned down. So I'm home. So that's a valid excuse. Okay. And he said, I won't be embarrassed to go home. And he said that this, this, this young man told the Rechim, he said, he was myself. He said, you see the shiftless and the, you know, the pchisas of a person, how far, how low they can go. He said, in order so that I should have an excuse to go home and see my family, I'd be happy deep down. I would. There's a part of me that would be happy if the place burned down. <laughs> it's, it's unbelievable, right? And and we guarantee you that we all would feel the same deep down, because we're talking about someone over here who is from the most chashavinga light in Europe, and. He was saying this about himself, being completely honest, transparent. And not that it's a good thing to be honest about your feelings. Well, that's not the point. The point is to understand what you are and what you're about and realize, and it's not just that's the first big step, but also to realize that's what you're made up of, that's what you're like, and let's work on it. And he said, it's unbelievable. That, that, he says, how, how the pchises, the, um, you know, the minuteness, the... You know, how small a person, how low a person could be. Because we're talking about, this is incredible. It's to burn the place down just so that you can go home and have an excuse to say you have some vacation because the place burned down. But that's what it is. So when, you know, you know he, I'm not going to say everything over else. He's more marich, but it says, you have to be able to learn from yourself and learn and understand yourself. And then, and then you'll be the best off. If you're able to identify, you know, your feelings, okay, so, so, okay, it's not, the point isn't that you're a bad person, and, uh, and you're a person, you're lowly, and you're a degenerate, that's not the point here, the point is, okay, the point is, what do I do about it, right, what am I going to do about that, what am I going to do about that, I have these feelings, what do I do about it, so you learn Musa, you work on yourself more, that's how a person is created, the more says, 
that Shlesha Kadosh Baruch Badkan, three people, Kadosh Baruch was Baidik them, whatever that means, and he, and um, one of them was, was I believe Cheskiyot Melech, the Gemara says, and, you know, that's all that was left to them, you know, a kitten shall merigleim, literally, you know, pashat uh, merigleim, that's what was left off of them. What's the understanding of that? That's what we are, we're human beings. And Hashem created us that way. That's not to say that we're not worth anything. We're, we have incredible talents, we're, we're made to be able to go to incredible heights. But at the end of the day, we also have to recognize who we are and what we have to strive to be and what we have to work on. And once we know who we are, and once we know our deficiencies are and our inadequacies, then we can know what to work on, right? If you have a, a car that, uh, you know, you have the check engine light go on, right? So you don't know what's going on with the car. Uh, you have no idea. Is it this? Is it the tide? Who knows what it could be? It could be uh, hundreds of different things. So, you know, first you have to know, that's a good sign to know that there's something wrong. And then you have to figure out what's wrong. And once you figure out what's wrong, then you have to know how to deal with it, right? You have to, what's the fix for it? So if you know if it's a problem with the air filter, you got a new air filter. Okay, and you move on, and that's it. If you don't know, there's nothing wrong with the fact, not nothing wrong, but there's, you know, the air filter is clogged, and the air, air filter, filter is old and needs to be replaced. So... The fact that you have a dirty air filter, if you don't know about it, that's the worst thing. Once you know about it, then you know what you can fix, right? So it's not the problem. The greatest problem isn't that you have a dirty air filter. The problem is if I don't fix it. So it's, it's the same thing. It's just another muscle, right? The problem isn't that we know that deep down we'll, you know, we, we'll, we'll sink to, we can sink to anything to look for excuses to get out of our responsibilities and to just enjoy some peace and quiet, and for who knows what other things we have, but that's not the biggest problem. The biggest problem is if we don't do anything about it, and that's just a lesson here. The Amkimasayin, the Torah goes, drills deep down into the Dara Mid, to the Dara Midbar, the Dara Dea, and says, you know, you didn't, you should just know what Dara Dea is. There was a generation called the Dara Midbar. They received the Torah. They were the likely the greatest generation that ever lived. And at the end of the day. The Bereshim says, I could be made that they had these issues. And the, the point is not to, to, to disparage them. The point is to show that everyone has faults and everyone can work on them. And that's the point.